Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Rachel Autry brings weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. Today, I am so excited to sit down with Jill Pettis from Highlands College to talk all things gratitude. Jill drops so many golden nuggets on what gratitude truly is, how we can incorporate it into our everyday life, and some incredible stories of how gratitude changed everything. If you're like me and could use an attitude shift for an attitude of gratitude, maybe you're walking through a hard season or want some biblical truths of what gratitude is, you're going to want to listen to this one. Besides Jill being a Texas-raised girl, soccer-loving boy mom, she is fun and lovable, and I had so much fun in this conversation with her. I'm sure you can tell because we laughed about half the time. Hey, before we start today's episode, you probably have seen this announced already, but we are going on tour. Behind the Bliss Live is happening in several different cities around America, and we could not be more excited. Each city does have a limited amount of people that we can have, so make sure to grab your tickets as fast as you can over at BehindTheBlissPodcast.com. Bring your friend, grab your mom and sister, your roommate. I cannot wait to meet you and hang out with you for an evening at Behind the Bliss Live. To give you a little idea about what Behind the Bliss Live is, it's basically a gathering where we have a fun girls' night with mingling and snacks and treats, some vendors selling things that I absolutely love. We'll record a live podcast episode so you can be a little bit behind our scenes, and then we'll have some more fun afterwards with mingling. I would love to meet you and hug you and hang out with you guys for a night. So if you'd like to join us, head over to BehindTheBlissPodcast.com to grab your ticket today. See you there. Here's my conversation with Jill. Well, hey, Jill. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We are so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for asking me. Of course. It's tons of fun. I think just people need to know where we are and what we're doing. We, well, first off, plan A was to record at my house in my quote unquote studio. And then (laughs) my AC went out. And then I got in touch with your sweet friends at Highlands College and Church of the Highlands and said, hey, help, mayday. And and we're great at that. Yeah. And then my friend Savannah and my friends Bika came through. So I was like, yes, hey, you're invited. Amazing. So they're in the room with us. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the girls. Shout out to the girls coming through. And we are in the, like the most beautiful space at the Greystone campus. So yeah. all is well. Tons it's a great day. It is a great day. And we got our teas in hand. I know. It's wonderful. This is Slow how every morning. interview should go. Yes. I'm like, we just need to stop doing remote interviews. Be like, hey, y'all. Come over to my little office. <laughs> so cool. Hey, so for people that don't know about Jill yeah. or who she is or what she's up to, give us a little brief description of who you are. Okay. Well, my name is Jill Pettis, and um, I'm married to Mark Pettis, who uh, he is the president of um, Highlands College. Um, that is a, a a school affiliated with Church of the Highlands, and he's on staff there too. And um, we have been serving at Church of the Highlands for a long time, since a year after we got married, wow. so since 2006. Um, wow. So it's been so fun. Um, a little bit of my backstory is I'm a Texas girl. I grew up in Texas. Yes. Shout out to all the Texans. <laughs> I know you're screaming in your yes. car or wherever you're listening right yeah. now. <laughs> Wait, which part? Um, I grew up in Midland, so West Texas, way west. It's out in the middle of nowhere. That's where it gets its name. Midland. Um, Midland in 
Odessa Friday Night Lights. Many people know that. Yes, that's, yes, yes. That's where the um, it takes place. Yes, amazing. We're crazy about football. Yeah, that's psychotic awesome. kind of. <laughs> well, welcome to the South, where right. in Alabama I fit we in too are really also well. psychotic about football. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I grew up, and um, I came to Birmingham, Alabama, to play soccer at UAB. Um, I'm okay. a soccer girl, so um, got recruited and. Uh, felt like God was calling me here, even though in that process, I didn't really know that, that it was God yeah. at that time because I was still um, searching for Him. And um, so started uh, college in 2000, fall of 2000, and Pastor Chris, the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands, mm-hmm. was planting Church of the Highlands my second semester of my freshman year. And I was so desperate for a life change and thought, yeah. I don't even know where you go to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And some of the girls on my soccer team were like, we're going to go try this new church that's starting. And so there was a group of us athletes that attended one of the first uh, services. And I, as soon as I walked in the doors, I thought, oh my goodness, this is what this I've is been home. looking for. Yeah, And I have never... Stopped running towards the Lord since. That's so cool. um, He just captured my heart, and my whole life has been different um, since that moment in a great way. Yeah. I always thought I would move back to Texas because, you know, once it gets in your bloodstream, yeah, it's running thick. It's thick. And, um, but I didn't, and that's where I met Mark. Uh, He played football at UAB. Okay. And we were in that group of athletes together going to church and met him. Fell in love with the church and have been in Birmingham since. That is so, crazy. Yeah. And you got a family. Yes, we have four boys. You are a boy mom. <laughs> I I'm am a like a soccer girl mom. from Texas who's a boy mom. I'm like, that is I am. boy yes. mom central. I love it. It's wild and crazy, and the energy levels are through the roof. But what's the ages? What the age? Our is? oldest is 11, then nine, seven, and four. Wow. So we're in it. Yeah, you're in deep, We're my in friend. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but I love how many it. how many gallons of milk do you go through in a week? That's my main question. Interesting question. Um, but we actually don't drink milk. Okay, they don't love it. So zero. the only Trick time question. we drink milk is when we have cookies. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. The good thing is that they don't like it because I grew up with brothers. I'm the only girl, and I think we went through maybe like three gallons a week because they yeah. just it was either cereal or just they just get a glass of milk. Yeah, like, ew. I know. I, I was very surprised that they didn't, that yeah. they don't like it. But yeah, they don't. Now, I there are times when I have to shut my kitchen down mm-hmm. and just pretend like it's a restaurant. Yeah. And I'm Close like, it's closed. Mm-hmm. I, sorry, it'll re- reopen at snack time or dinner time. <laughs> but for the next few hours, it's closed. You're yeah. not welcome in here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because they will eat all day. All day long. They graze. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they never, they're bottomless pits. You can't keep up. And they're not even teenagers yet. Ah! I know, panic. Wow. Okay, so you've got a lot of movement in your life. Yeah. And then you just kind of got off of this crazy season with Motion Conference, which is the student conference here at Church of the Incredible. It was, it looked incredible. It was amazing. Lecrae was there. Lecrae was there. I so fangirled. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's okay, so were my boys. I think they think mom and dad are really cool because they think we're, know Lecrae really well. Yeah. We don't, but <laughs> maybe funny. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I was going to say, claim it, girl. I'll claim it. Be like, yeah, I know him personally. But that's our boy's favorite part too. Yeah. Well, okay. So funny thing is I was just a wild child and 
I well, can still kind of have a little bit of that in me. Like, yeah. Love, rebellion. Like, I was talking to someone when I was in high school, and I feel like I was just getting to know Jesus. And um, they were like, what is, like, your guilty pleasure? Which we were not having a conversation about Jesus. But I, they were like, what's your guilty pleasure? And I was like, um. And I think they meant, like, do you eat brownies at midnight? Like, yeah, right. do you like this silly movie? And I was like, I like explicit rap. And they just <laughs> were like – Oh, okay. We were meant to be friends because rap music is my favorite. Yeah, rap music is the best ever. And so they were like, well, have you heard of Look Right? <laughs> like, if you like rap music that has a good beat, let's try to figure this out. We was can it keep the it words clean and or good. Was it, yeah. They're like, what is it that attracts you to that? Is it the words or the music? And I was like, the music. Like, yeah, Christian the rap just doesn't do it for me. And they're like, well, you haven't heard Look Right. Right. Like, you haven't. So I got hooked on Look Right. And have been hooked on him since. And then I saw he was at Motion. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm breathing the same air. <laughs> no. It was amazing. Yeah. Loved it. It, it is fun. They, yeah. I love rap music. I've always thought, you know, if God could give me, like, a talent, uh-huh. I wish that like I could rap. Word or rap. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could rap. It would be amazing. Why are y'all laughing? It's mine, too. Because <laughs> oh they know God. it's true. Oh <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm like, there's got to be more to Jill. I mean, like, there's so much to Jill, but we're getting deep now. Like, rap. We're, yeah. We're, we're I mean, in the vulnerable places. <laughs> yeah. And we literally met last week. That's right. At Chapel. Yes. For Highlands College, which was so cool. Yeah. I had messages afterwards after I left, and people were like, where is this? Because it's a Tuesday, Aww, so yeah. and it was during the, in the day. In the middle of the day. So yeah. it wasn't like a service. Do you know? So I think yeah. people were putting together puzzle pieces of right. what what's going on. are you doing? <laughs> and where are you? And what conference is this? I was like, no conference. It's chapel. Yeah. So it was really cool. And the culture that is being, I don't know, just carried out and laid as a foundation for these students and staff, I think is incredible. Yeah. And then I actually got to see you speak. <laughs> what are the <laughs> odds? I know. Do you like speaking? I mean, surely. You're great at it. Um, well, thank you. It's just a whole there new level. There are parts I like. that I love about it, parts mm-hmm. I need to really grow in, and yeah. parts that I don't love about it. Yeah. Just being honest. Sure. Um, like anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I do feel that um, God has put that in my heart, and mm-hmm. I'm just – I'm not really sure what that looks like, but I'm just walking through the doors that he opens, and yeah. we'll see where it leads or yeah. whatever happens with it. It's, Oh, here's the funny thing about that is your message was an attitude of gratitude. Yes. And I remember sitting there like taking notes like, oh, yeah, this is really good. And you know what? I'm really doing well at an attitude of gratitude. I was like, I'm really proud because sometimes I leave messages super convicted. Yeah. And then rarely do I feel like I leave messages where I'm like, good, I'm on the straight and narrow track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm doing great. Okay, well, except for this one, I left and I was so pumped one day later. I think I found like eight things that I was like, I need to be grateful. I need to be grateful. Like the That's, AC. Yes. Like, yes. That deck, can our get deck you. situation. Yes. Thomas fell through a deck. He's okay. I mean, he's okay. It's not funny. I'm so glad he's I should okay. not be laughing. But yeah, like things like that that I'm like, man, our piggy bank keeps getting busted up for all these things. But like, attitude of gratitude. That's right. It is times. amazing how much of a difference our attitude um, mm-hmm. makes in our life. Yeah. And it's ho- so um, simple, but. When we, we have to choose gratitude. Yeah. It doesn't just happen. It's not a natural mm-hmm. tendency for us to choose gratitude. And yeah. so we really have to take our mind to gratitude instead of just letting it ride the train that it's on. Sure. So, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit passionate about it. 
a little bit. You should be. I mean, especially as a boy mama, I feel like yeah, we work on it a lot at home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> attitude of gratitude. Where's your list? Bring it out. Where's <laughs> your list of gratitude? I love it. Okay, I do want to dive in more deeply to this okay. idea of gratitude, though. Great. Because I think that um, I think it's it's definitely like a a concept that's biblical, but I think it's become very worldly too, which. Part of that I'm really grateful for. Like part of that I'm glad that the world's catching on that we need to be grateful, right? right? But I think that they're kind of missing a bigger picture of why are we grateful. Yeah. Not just to be happy or to like fake it till we make it, but to truly understand like a John Tintin. Like I can live my life abundantly even if situations are hard. Right. Um, through gratitude. Right. When you spoke in your message, you referred to Leviticus. <laughs> And yep, I was like, she's going there. there. She's going there. <laughs> and I loved it, though, because that – it was like – it almost laid out the difference between, like, a worldly gratefulness and then a deep, more, like, Christ-centered gratefulness. Gratitude, yeah. A place of gratitude. Um, well, and I think it, both are important. Yeah. Um, because in Leviticus, we were in chapter 7, and God was teaching the Israelites after he brought them out of – like 400 years of slavery, Mm -hmm. he was teaching them a new way of life. And he chose to teach them on the offering of gratitude or the uh, sacrifice of thanksgiving. Yeah. And um, it was just so rich because he, the offerings that he asked the people to bring were two different types of bread. Mm -hmm. And one of them was without yeast and one of them is with yeast and that I know that's really complicated but no, it's context yes yeah. it's context because the bread without yeast is easy it's simple it's the banana bread I was say, is the, that like your box bread? yes it's yeah. the simple it's just quick you throw it together it doesn't take a lot of intentionality there's not a lot of thought behind it it's just quick and it's easy like and, a four-step process yeah kind of right yeah it's you just mix it together put it in the oven and it becomes bread yeah. which is so tasty <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, it's a simpler form of gratitude. And I think that's what you refer to, you know, yeah. the world even recognizes that type of gratitude. Like the manners, quote unquote. Exactly. Like if someone you. opens the door for me, yeah. it's perfectly acceptable to say thank you. Yeah. Or if you're living with a roommate and they do the dishes, like the natural response I hope is say thank you for mm-hmm. doing that for me. When you get a gift we all should say thank you. Like yeah. those are the simple, basic forms of gratitude. And, um, but I think that's where we do miss it because the abundant life, we can't just live in that type of gratitude. Right. Um, there's a whole nother level of what you're referring to. But that level is so important because I feel like the more we are grateful in those situations, then it gives way to an even deeper level of gratitude, yeah. which is found in Christ. And um, and it's centered on faith. And, uh, you know, that's deeply rooted to God's word. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm just in my journey of um, walking with Christ and coming to know him. I just, I love God's word. And I feel like it is a game changer mm-hmm. and it is true, and it can help us when we don't even know that we need help. Yeah. And so when you read it and you realize that God wrote that for me, and he's saying these things to me and about me, 
it becomes alive and it's a, it's now a tool mm-hmm. and it can be my attitude of gratitude. Right. So when things are going wrong, we all have things going wrong in our life. And I'm not just talking about AC, like sure. those problems yeah. are real, but there are some really deep right. things that we're, we face of just betrayal things, yeah. of um, just hard things in relationships, whether it be mm-hmm. family or friends or um, things that have been done to us or, I, I don't know. There's a, a huge spectrum of it. But that gratitude comes from a place of security, knowing that, one, our home isn't here. It's not on earth. We are destined for a different place. So our perspective is never centered on what we visually see with our eyes. Like yeah. I can't be shaken when I know my God and my King is enthroned forever and he has great plans for me. And, um, so good. Um, and then, so that gratitude comes from, okay, now I'm, I'm beginning to believe he really does love me. Mm -hmm. I'm beginning to receive this love. I, um, am believing the words that he is saying. And now when I, when my circumstances are showing me something different, I can grab a hold of this word and say, yeah, but my God says that I'm ahead and not the tail. Mm-hmm. I'm above and not beneath. My God says that I am an overcomer. My God says that he has plans to prosper me and not to harm me, that his gifts and his calling are irrevocable. When my life right now says that I have no purpose and yeah. I don't know what I'm called to do. That's good. You know, and so then that stirs that deep gratitude inside of us that we're not in control. Right. And... I just, what a settling place and what peace comes with that type of gratitude. Yeah. And that, I mean, and it's difficult and I feel like it takes discipline. Absolutely. Which is where the whole with yeast comes in. You know, it's like, I mean, you've got to have your starter and you have to feed your starter and you have to like, you know, wait for the dough to rise and it takes forever. Absolutely. It takes intentionality (laughs) and it takes the discipline. Um, I told this story, but my dad, um, my mom and dad make homemade pizzas, and it's I'm inviting hands myself down. over. Absolutely. <laughs> they would this. welcome you. They love oh having people goodness. in their home. And we love their pizzas, and, you know, because we get to pick out all the toppings mm-hmm. and choose. Like, it's like my kids' favorite yeah. day of the year whenever they get to go do homemade pizzas with Gramps and Gigi. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we can't call my dad at five o'clock and say, Hey dad, we're coming over for dinner at six. Let's do homemade pizzas. Cause right. it takes a lot of planning and yeah. prep and time. Cause the dough will, you know, need to ride for rise for two and a half hours sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it just, yeah, the, the bread with the yeast is the more difficult, but it is, we say, um, have this saying here in Highlands college, uh, where choices lead, feelings follow. Our pastor, Pastor Chris, says it all the time, yeah. and it's so true. I love it. Oh, see, I, this is the stuff that I'm like. This is what we need to be talking about, you know? <laughs> yeah. And things that whenever you sit with a friend and hear about hard things, you so want to encourage them, but yes, but it's hard not to encourage them without making things seem like. I mean, you're aloof to their situation, right? And so it gets tough. But I think gratitude and that being a direction as a friend you can push them to yeah. or as a spouse or Absolutely. for yourself and be like, no, I mean, my attitude has to be of gratitude yeah. for me to expect not a certain outcome, but right. for my 
like me and my character and my life and my walk with the Lord to be steady and right. not based on circumstances, right. which is so good. And right. things like, I think it's easy for me at least to forget that. Oh, absolutely. All like, of us. So quick to forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we are tied to situations and yeah. um, stuff does happen that is not fun no. to walk through. Right. But, um, you know, and we, we, it's not that we need to walk around. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank <laughs> right. you. You know, it's not, it's a deep settling inside of you that, right. um, it just is, is that unshakable, mm-hmm. you know? And at the end of the day, Jesus Christ died on the cross for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And it, he said on the cross that it is finished. And so those gifts that he's given us are ir- like you, you can't take, you can't them, take back. them back. Right. Yeah. And that when we, when we really have that perspective in mind, it's like, what what can happen to me? Yeah. And what you do know? I have to lose? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's all been given to me. So I mean, I I still need help in this area too. Mm-hmm. Like I, but it's a choice. Yeah, it being a deep settled confidence that God is in control. Yeah, and yeah. He's good. And he's he's good. for us. Yeah, and I think that we need to let that rest a little bit more in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think as as women, especially, we struggle with control. Like, Amen. That's me. If I, we all do. I mean, I do. That's yeah. what Eve did in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> like we all struggle with some root of of control. Yeah. And I feel like um, having like lack of gratitude comes from a different place or has more rooted issues than just the fact that maybe you're not so grateful. Absolutely. Maybe like you're lacking confidence in who your God is, or you have this weird offsetting belief or this. I call them lower T truths about what you think about yourself or who God is. Absolutely. That can really shake those grounds. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think because, you know, um, there's definitely a, a correlation between receiving what God has done because mm-hmm. he did say it is finished. Yeah. And, and he has done. He's, he's forgiven us. He's healed us. He's saved us from, uh, you know, paying for our own sins. All those gifts are part of the cross, but we have to receive them. Mm -hmm. And so when we have, um, you know, we may believe that from a distance, but maybe not believe that, that God did that actually for myself, which could be one part of, you know, the lack of gratitude or that settling. Um, Which how offensive to our God. And I'm, I feel like I can say it because that's me in a lot of situations. No, absolutely. I don't know. I mean, it's. Not that I would ever want to say it out loud, but it's what my heart operates in is, well, thanks, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. Like, thank you I for think dying we all on do. the cross for me, but I need something more to fix what this is. Yeah. My like, situation right in front yeah. of me. Yeah. yeah. And I think we are haven't tapped into the power that is really mm-hmm. the same power that raised Jesus from the grave. Like, yeah. let's just take a minute. And that is incredible. Yeah. I, like, I've never Probably. seen somebody raised back. To life, you know, but, like I, I think that's I a miracle. So like, yeah, that's pretty crazy. But yeah. that he says that same power can live in us, is living in us, but we have to choose to operate in that. Mm-hmm. And that power comes from believing in what God is, what Jesus did for us on the cross. Yeah, so good. And then he told a story that I think I have told like my mom, my husband, but both oh, times Lord. I failed to tell it the same way. I mean, you don't even have to say the whole thing, but. It was just about these two sisters who were oh yeah in one of the hardest situations. Yeah. 
Betsy and Corey Tin Boom. Tin yeah. Boom. And it's real life story. Yeah. It it really happened. They were actually two sisters. Um, I mean, in World War II, when the Nazis came, they lived in Holland. And they came in, uh, when the Nazis came and invaded Holland. Uh, they actually were not Jewish, but they were housing and protecting Jews. So they got thrown into a concentration camp just outside of Berlin. And the story is incredible. Uh, I mean, if any, I'm kind of fascinated with World War II too. stuff. Have you I read think, The Nightingale? Absolutely, okay. I have. I'm so it's glad. Like my, Girl, we can share the love for Christina. Uh, She's amazing. I think I should start getting like... Um, like Diary of Anne Frank, like yeah. all of that. I just, yes. Yes. I've, I've given The Nightingale to everybody I can okay. because I think I'm it's so a book that... I'm so glad we share that yes, affinity It is amazing. Um, yeah. So I love World War II stuff and, and just, I can't imagine going through Mm-mm. what those people had to go through. And it really wasn't that long ago. I yeah. think that's what fascinates me the most is we did a mission trip to Germany and I saw people who actually lived through that, yeah. which... You know, it feels like it was centuries. It puts it in so much bigger, like, real lifetime yeah. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, these two sisters are, um, you know, the concentration camps were horrendous living conditions. And um, at one point, I did research this. I, I thought it was interesting. This particular camp was the largest camp for females. And there were 10,000 women at one time at this camp split between 12 barracks. And so that's like over 800 people in one barrack. And you know they don't, they don't have enough beds for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so they um, just all pile in. And I, I just can't even fathom living in that condition. So these two sisters um, were in barracks 28. And one night uh, they just couldn't go to sleep, mostly because they were fighting off sickness because the room smelled so putrid. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Corey sits up and she feels like she's getting pinched all over and she notices that she's getting bitten by fleas, that the whole barracks is infested with fleas. And her sister Betsy starts to, um, or they both start to question, like, how are we going to do this? Like, how are we going to make it through this? Like, are we going to live? And um, Betsy starts praying. I'm like, we all need a Betsy in our life. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm probably more like Corey, you know, yeah. <laughs> in this situation. And Bess- Betsy just begins like, God, show us how we're going to make it. And she was reminded that earlier that day they were reading in First Thessalonians, which they were able to bring a Bible. They got to sneak a Bible into the camp, which is just Incredible. crazy. And... um Corey's like, what are you talking about? Like, I, what what did we read this morning? You know, she's trying to recall it. And uh, Betsy brings it to mind. Give thanks in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so they begin walking it out. They're making this choice. Okay, let's let's start with the easiest thing we got, which is a great place to start. Right. And um, she says, okay, I'm thankful that we're in here together, which, hello, I would be too, mm-hmm. uh, to have a friend in that situation. Mm-hmm. And so Corey's like, yes, I can definitely be grateful for that. And then Betsy says, well, I'm thankful for the Bible that we were able to bring it in here. And Corey's like, yes, I agree. And then Betsy goes a little crazy. (laughs) And she says, I'm so thankful that this place is so crowded. Um, And Corey's like, I don't, I'm not with you on that one. And Betsy is like, but that just means that when we read the Bible, 
some of these women are not even going to have the option whether they want to listen or not. And people are going to read the word of God or hear the word of God. And so Corey's like, okay, I can, I can go there with you. Um, And then Betsy goes really crazy. And she's (laughs) like, I'm thankful for the fleas. And Corey's like, I'm out. I don't even think that God made these fleas. Like, I don't think that God is a part of this situation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That happened somewhere in the, in the fall of, and um, so She's like, no, remember, uh, it's thankful in all circumstances. And Corey's like, okay, I'll say thank mm-hmm. you for the fleas. And so these girls, as they walked out this, you know, their living conditions were awful. But they chose to find things each day to be grateful for. And they began to have a new strength, a new hope, a new um, life perspective. And um, they actually started having church services in their barracks. Wow. And hundreds of women were coming to know the Lord because of it. At one point, they had to go to multiple services in yeah. their barracks while outside guards were standing. And if they ever walked in, they would be shot on sight. Wow. Until one day they overheard guards talking about they never walked into barracks 28 because it was infested with fleas. Crazy. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. Just a whole different perspective of gratitude and yeah. and the power that it can give us the strength that it can give us when uh, nobody's life is right looks like we think it's going to look mm-hmm. stuff happens and um man yeah such a powerful story yeah and there's going to be hurts and hang-ups and absolutely things that fall apart but I mean, you referred to Paul in your message. You're like, yes. if we can have an attitude like Paul of gratitude saying like, you know, I, I mean, some of the worst things happen or some yeah. of our biggest fears come to life and we're still able to sit there and say like, but yet if it still hadn't have happened, I would not be here. And right. it's in this moment that like I have been called and equipped for. Yeah. So what is it that is right here in front? Like what is today's manna that I'm going to miss if I don't pick it up? Yeah. We're and I love up. Paul. Paul's. Paul's the I man. mean, the man. Yeah, I so can't cool. wait to meet him one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have lots of questions for him. Yeah. Not really. I'm probably just going to stand and, and like, stare at him. Fan girl like I do with the gray. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, nothing could happen to him. No, you know, no. when he was put in jail, he was like, great. I got to write some more letters. Like, I got to – I was hoping to have a conversation with this guy because mm-hmm. I was so close to getting him to know Jesus, yeah. you know, or shipwrecked or tortured or whatever. He was like, oh, I I actually felt like God was leading me, like telling me I needed to go to Rome, and this is how I'm going to get there. You know, I think the attitude comes like – one of my favorite verses, it's actually in two places in the Bible, but um, uh, it was in the one-year Bible today, actually, but – I believe that God orders our steps if we allow him to guide us. And if we really believe that he is our shepherd, which is one of his names, like he will guide us Mm -hmm. and he'll teach us what's best for us. And if he orders my steps and the verse says he delights in every detail of our life. Mm -hmm. And I just like if I choose this day to honor him and to fix my eyes on him then I don't have to worry about where I end up or right. because I know maybe there's a person I need to see that God needs 
to send encouragement, or maybe he wants to bless me with some encouragement, mm-hmm. or maybe it's, um, I'm missing a wreck on the road because, and that's why I was late or right. you just never know. God is so much bigger than us. See so much more. Maybe he's teaching us about patience or maybe, you know, I just, but his heart for us is always good. Mm-hmm. Now we do make choices that aren't always in line with the Lord, okay. but God is okay with that. Like he expects that, like when we were still sinning, like he cried, he Christ died for us. Like, so if that's true, like he's, he's still happy with, like he wants to meet us right where we are Mm -hmm. and not uh, expecting perfection at all. Like that's never, God is never expecting. Yeah. Yeah. His son is perfection and, and we're like, that's why we have Jesus. That's why we need Jesus, you know? So, um. Yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that, but it was amazing. Uh, that was the start. detour we just were talking it's, about. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I just believe that God is, um, has a plan for us, and it doesn't line up with our plan because He's got so much more to add into our life than we could ever plan ourselves. Yeah, and if we walk that way, then it's limitless. Like our yeah. joy is contagious. Like it we're not as shakable and because mm-hmm. God is always up to something. And even if it's not good, if the situation, circumstance or whatever is not good, I know that my God promises to work everything for the good. Right. So if it's not good, he's going to turn it and use it for good. Right. I mean, with that kind of you attitude. If yeah. He's for us who can be or what can be against exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. We're Amazing. Tigger and Winnie the Pooh. I'm the best at everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, because nothing can get me down. You yeah. Know? That's what Tiggers do best. That's right. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Amazing. Well, this has been good. I'm so glad. It's I'm been glad so fun. I'm glad you Jill just took us to church, y'all. What is it? <laughs> is it Wednesday? I thought it was Sunday for a quick second. Gosh, I hope that you have more opportunities to speak or just share that specific message. Well, thank you. Because... I don't know if I'm in agreement with you, but we'll see. <laughs> You're like, whatever. <laughs> I think so. I'll be front row every time. Like, yeah. <laughs> You'll be my lacrae for a moment. Yeah, come. Come fangirl. <laughs> I will. Help me out. <laughs> I so will. 100%. Well, switching directions a little bit. I love it. It's like our favorite thing to do. Great. Um, what are you loving these days? It could be a book, like something you're reading, something mm. you are watching, listening to, what's on your plate. Just like anything that you think – these people have got to know about this. Ooh, that is... A, I know, I'm never prepared when people ask know, me this, but that, I ask someone every week. Yeah, I like Sorry. it though. What am I loving right now? Um, also, no answer is stupid because we've had vacuum cleaners as an answer. <laughs> we have had skincare, like a yeah. salad. Like I mean, literally. I have a few things. Maybe not just like right this second, mm-hmm. but I grew up a tomboy. I have two older brothers. Who's that girl that played sports, you know? Yeah. And now having four boys in my home and married to a husband. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I he has am, equipped you. Yes, yes. I am loving all these girly things, like getting my nails done. That's I just. Um, Is that funny, Bunny? Yeah. Uh, it was, yes. It was. Well, I have, one one. Nail. You have one nail. <laughs> I this is from movie. about four weeks ago, but that's wow. shout out. I just pulled it off the other day. But I love 
feeling like Paper. girly and, yeah. and cute. And Love it. That has not always been true of my life. Do you have a favorite like go-to nail color? Is that um, I, I love Funny Bunny mm-hmm. and Lisbon knows more Lisbon knows, or yeah. wants more. Yeah. I never get it I straight. I mean, I think like next time I get to choose a career path, I'm going to be an OPI nail color namer. Namer. I know. Wouldn't that be such a fun job? Uh, yeah. What, what would you be your first color Shoot, name to drop? I, it depends on the color. I don't know. Pink. Just like a normal pink. No, like a funky pink. I'm just not as creative. And some of them are like risque. No, they definitely are. When people ask me my nail color is, I'm like, I've got to make something up right now because I can't tell them it's like, I don't know, Jacques, you know? (laughs) Oh, but you can. That's one of my favorite colors too. I'm like, I can't say that. Yeah. But I just did. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I wear. Those are great colors. Yeah. Okay, so you're loving being pampered. Yes, I'm loving being pampered. I'm loving reading. I didn't always love reading. Okay. Um, but I love reading. Nightingale. Um, Nightingale. Yes, I read that one last summer, I think. Mm-hmm. This summer, I had a bunch of them that I read. Um, man, what was it? My uh, grandmother's house. Yeah, no. My grandmother told me to tell you I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the name of the book? That I know. It's a long oh, title. I thought you were telling me your grandmother's <laughs> Do you know my grandmother? <laughs> I don't. Is it the one that makes pizza? Because I want to. No, she doesn't make or pizza. Or your mother. But yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she makes other good stuff, but she loves to play games. Okay. Yeah, but no, it's this a book, book title. My grandmother told me to tell you I'm sorry. Yeah. And I loved it. Okay. It was really, Adding really good book. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was basically about a, a family that lives in a – apartment building mm-hmm. um and her grandmother would make up these stories of a land far off and have all these characters um built into the stories i mean i would love a grandmother like that mine played games with me but she didn't like make up all these stories right but um and so this little girl grows up and her grandmother actually i mean spoiler alert mm-hmm. passes away you know and um she finds out that all these stories mm-hmm. are about the people in her building and how they become the heroes of their own stories. Oh it my was gosh. great. It was great. I, I loved it. About that. Yeah. I it was really great. Um, I also love just vegging out, sitting outside, Girl, like that's my thing. You know, I yeah. just like we, a moment I mean, of downtime. Yeah. I hate like waste I mean wishing away season but the moment it hits like that 75 to 85 degree yes consistently oh no you'll find me outside on my broken back deck absolutely like, all day every, every day <laughs> yep yeah no it's our favorite we have a back porch at our house and we build fires and do movie nights as a family oh so fun. i can't wait i can't wait it's coming it's coming so quick it's on maybe, maybe not so i mean this quick. episode will come out in september that's how close we are well yeah, but that's it's not guaranteed to be cold then. All or right. cooler. Well, I wish you the best. <laughs> oh man. I'm like, I'm, You're like, I hate to break it to you, Rachel, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be the one to tell you. Just check the weather. I'm just trying to pace myself, you know, if I want it to well, fast. I'm from South Carolina, so I feel like oh, yeah. it gets cool and we start changing September second, you know? Yes. But that's just not how it works around here. I've learned. No. I mean it could, though. You never yeah, know. Maybe I'm bringing it with me. That's right. Believing for it. <laughs> yes, I'm believing it. Yes. 
Well, I'm thankful for you and for taking time out of your day to yeah, sit with us. This is so and much just fun. Bring some wisdom and some church into our Wednesday. Oh, yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's yeah. been so much fun. Hope everybody has a wonderful day. Yeah. Me Wherever too. you are. Love y'all. Love you. <laughs> The story of the Tin Boom Sisters seriously got me, and after I had left my conversation with Jill, I think I called about four different people and told them the same story. It rocked me, y'all. Totally took me off my feet and convicted me, and convicted me that, yeah, I probably do need an attitude switch every once in a while for an attitude of gratitude. So this week, I'm challenging you to come along with me and find different reasons to be grateful. Not just for the small things, or the great neighbor, or for the things that we have, but I want to be truly grateful to be able to say thank you, Lord, for the season I'm in, for placing me here, and for giving me the opportunity or the trial that I'm facing today. I hope you can say that with me, because I think we're better for it. If you want to access all the things that we talked about today in our show or more, head over to BehindTheBlissPodcast.com. There you can find more about Jill, the Nightingale, and all the other fun things that we talked about in today's episode. If today's episode rocked your world like it did mine, I would love if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews are super simple, but definitely give us an idea of what you're loving on our show. I've said it before, but I think it's funny to say again, the podcast world can be weird. You don't see me behind my microphone, and I don't see you behind your headphones. So for you to leave a review is really thoughtful and really feels like I'm keeping in touch with you guys. It gives our team an idea of what you're loving, what you're looking forward to, and what content serves you best. Don't forget to be grateful. Go snag those Behind the Bliss Live tickets, and we'll see you next week.